0: And welcome back to another episode of Foul Players Radio. My name is Michael Spedden. This is our second episode, Season 3, Episode 10. But this is our second episode that was recorded live at Costas Inn in Dundalk. Every Wednesday night is Jazz Night at Costas. And we've started a new series called Jazz Notes. This week, we interviewed Rodney Kelly of the Rodney Kelly Experience. Let me tell you, this was a delightful interview. He's a hell of a nice guy. And I really had a great conversation with him talking about, you know, his music career, the friends and the people, you know, that he's played with over the years. And we got to sit down for a little while with his son, you know, his son performs with him. His son picked up music very easily at a young age. We had a very interesting story, which I won't give away right now. You'll enjoy hearing from Rodney Jr. as well as Rodney. Cost us in is our is the host of the event here 4100 North Point Boulevard in Dundalk Maryland 21222 for reservations call 410-477-1975 their website is costasin.com Every Wednesday night is Wine Down Wednesday with half-off bottles of wine. They have 12-ounce Black Angus New York Strip steaks with two sides for eighteen ninety five. If steaks aren't your thing, there's plenty of seafood. They have big, heavy crabs, shrimp, crab cakes, lobster, orange ruffy, salmon, oysters, clams, crab soup, just to name a few things. There's a great, big, impressive menu where you won't go wrong with anything. So come on down to Costas on Wednesday nights or any night. 4100 Uh, North Point Boulevard, and Dundalk. Now, a few more announcements before we get to our interview with Rodney. The Chorus of the Chesapeake is going to be having their annual May show on May 11th at Crowshar Auditorium at Goucher College. Tickets are $20. Uh, You can go to www.dundalk.org and order your tickets. The Foul Players of Perryville will be returning to the Western Maryland Scenic Railroad on May 11th and May 25th. Uh, For tickets, 1-800-TRAIN-50 or www.wmsr.com. The show will be Tennis Anyone. Kim's Crypt is having another Haunted Campout on June 22nd. For more information and tickets, www.kimscrypt.com. If you're interested in acting, if you're interested in improving your audition skills... Getting better at performing on camera. I've got the person just for you, Sariva Racher. She's been in casting for many, many years, has cast many commercials and TV shows that were filmed in the Baltimore, D.C. area, and she knows what it takes to help you get your foot in the door and get cast in some of these things. Uh, Sariva Racher, 410-227-2102, or Sariva Racher, that's S-A-R-E-V-A-R-A-C-H-E-R, at AOL.com. Deer Creek Corral will be having a concert on May 5th, 2019. The show is called A Song for Every Child. It will be held at Towson High School. Uh, for more information, www.deercreekchorale.org. And now, enjoy your interview with Rodney Kelly. <laughs> Well, good evening, Rodney Kelly. How are you, bud? It's um, good to meet you here.
1: Doing wonderful. We're here at Costas here on this Wednesday, and we get ready to do it. I'm glad to be on your show.
0: Well, thank you, thank you. We're glad to have you here. Thank so, you. um, having these jazz nights about five years now. Five
1: years, in fact. Our uh, last month was our 50th anniversary, and I was the first uh-huh. band we started that here. Excellent. We used Excellent. to perform over in the corner. Now we're in this corner, and uh-huh. the crowd has uh, grown, and we have a good time going on from one corner to another. To huh? another, yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely. Yes.
0: I can remember. I can remember uh, you know, some of those places I've played you know, we end up in one corner and another and uh, they move the stage around and stuff like that
1: and yeah we I just been... hope they move the money around yeah you know, oh, we're, sure they... we're musicians absolutely <laughs> absolutely. Yes.
0: absolutely well you get fed sometimes at yeah. Least, you know? yeah. yeah so tell me if you had this lineup of guys together with you
1: here? it's been quite a while uh, Russell Lyles who's my saxophone player uh-huh. he's like in Upper Marlboro near D.C. I believe it is uh-huh. he's been with me the second longest and I'll say tell you why that he's been with me about Twelve years. Mm-hmm. My bassist Tony Lunsford has been with me about ten years. Uh-huh. And I said Russell the second longest because my son plays. Oh and wow! Of course he's been with me. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. In, Inception uh, Spider who's on drums tonight. I use basically three drummers: mm-hmm. uh, Kenneth Trusty, Earl Ivy, who was in DC. So we use him when we go. Yeah, South yeah, right, that way. right, And right. Spider. And all of them are fantastic drummers. They all bring a different flavor mm-hmm. to the mix. So right. that's who's with us here tonight, the Spider. Now, we have a guy sitting in. His name is Steven Putcher. Uh-huh. And he's not a part of the band, but every time we come, we turn around, Steve is right there. Oh, yeah. And, and we, just, we love him. So oh, come yeah. on and set in, and it,
0: it adds. Sure, yes. sure, absolutely. That's yes. great. That's great. So you're no,
1: based out of Baltimore. I'm okay, in Baltimore, Baltimore County, in the Woodlawn area. Oh, okay. But the rest of us kind of spread out. Right. As band leader for the band, yes. Oh, absolutely, yes. absolutely. So I've um, been yeah, performing. I've been playing. When did you get the bug? So now you're trying to get people to know how old I am. <laughs> I started playing guitar 45 years ago. 45, wow. Yes. I wouldn't have guessed that. I heard Jimi Hendrix and <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the world just changed. But I was 15 years old, uh-huh. so I was into playing chess and all of that. Uh-huh. But then I just grabbed this instrument, fell in love with it, mm-hmm. started playing, played through my high school years played some of college, and then marriage came along. Of course. And that was okay because I had a recording studio when I was first married, my wife and I on our... First home. It's a good little story here. Yep. I built a recording studio on the third floor, mm-hmm. and I had known some folks in New York, some Italian guys who were really connected. Yeah, yeah. And one's name was Trade Martin. If you ever get a chance to look him up, Trade Martin is the original session guitar player for the Osley Brothers on Twist and Shout. He's oh, He's right, produced right. Joan Baez. He's with Ricky Spector and mm-hmm. all of these guys. So he came from that generation. Yep. We became friends. And he got me on a BB King album. Oh, wow. So, uh, Business with My Baby, I believe the name of the song is, and I, that's a couple of tracks from that album was done in my studio. Oh, is that right? We would record it right? there take the, uh, back then it was old Commodore with a big floppy disc, mm-hmm. take it up to New York, download it to the big studio, B.B. would come in and they would bring live horns and sing over top of it. That's how it was done. We were doing that. We, I produced a rap album when rap was first coming out. Sure, yeah, yeah. I told them then, you should pay attention to this, but these guys, they, said, oh, they thought it was a throwaway. Uh-huh. They didn't pay attention rap, and of course now we know what happened. <laughs> yeah. But after that, my wife and I had our second child mm-hmm. and it was room for me to Move and go on the road. Yes, yes, I Had to make a decision. Sure. It was important for me. How I was raised to have a mother and father in the house. Sure. Yeah. Raising our children, mm-hmm. and it was more important. So yeah. I stopped playing for about 15 years. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And one day, my son says, Dad, I want to play bass. I like Marcus Miller. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'll go buy him a cheap bass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Within two weeks, he was playing Marcus Miller. whoa. That's what I said. Who, who the hell is that in my basement? Where did he <laughs> come from? And he would play. I took him, and this was two, year 2000, the bass day 2000 in New York. The bass was as tall as he was, uh-huh. and he was playing Marcus, and Marcus was playing wow. that day. Uh-huh. So we got to meet these guys. When I got back to Baltimore, they had his picture all over the web. Uh-huh. I said, this is something special. And one day he just turned around and says, I want to play piano. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, okay. We go buy cheap Casio from Walmart. Uh-huh. But what I didn't realize is that the Oscar Petersons and the Nat Coles and the Great Pianists that we were playing the records around the house, mm-hmm. he was absorbing this. Yeah. yeah. We're in, up in the living room and we hear him down here, down in the basement mimicking these records, playing them note for note, with never having a lesson. Wow. I that's... want those jeans back. Now that's yeah. another story, but so it went from there, he got that bug which spurned me. Now I want to play again. Oh, so yeah. I go out and I get the old Stratocaster out. But we were doing well, so I wouldn't go but another one. And it just blossomed from there. He went this way, I went that way. We would play together. Yeah, yeah. And then as things began to settle a little later, we started coming back together. Because I went and formed my own band. Sure, and yeah. And he went as a prodigy. Everybody wants him to play with them. So he would call all over the place. And I got my own thing, and I wanted to play the older jazz. I wanted to play what everybody wasn't playing. Yeah right right right. And so that's how it came about. Then as he started getting older, he started playing what I, and it just came together like that. Yeah, it makes yes. his dad proud, huh? Yes 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 yes. yes. That's Completely. amazing. That's
0: amazing. And, and especially with that genre, I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like he's uh, he was just picking up punk rock songs or something like that. You know, he. Was... That's
1: amazing because he does. We're sitting on stage and he starts playing Journey. Oh yeah right right where the heck you get that from but now I must remember we were playing that around the house the records and I was black he was yeah. listening to that you know and yeah. so he remembers some of those songs I've forgotten right <laughs> yes right. yes well, that's the thing, too. I mean, with, you know, with jazz being so, you know, it's very
0: technical. There's a lot. I mean, you've really got to be a good player to be able to even attempt it. Yes. And for him to be able to sit down and just listen to records and just bang it out in a matter of time.
1: I was never able to do that.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I want neither. those
1: jeans back. Yeah. I tell you, I want them back.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, with me as a bass player, it was
1: Rush. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Rush yeah. and Mahogany Rush. Oh, yep. Frank yep. Marino and guys like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I have a, you know, a whole list of bass players that I've really, you know, over the years, yes. And, um, but
1: yeah, that's um, and, and
0: to be able to do that without you know pulling your hair out and everything is just really a kids really got a gift it
1: yeah. It's a, like, it's a gift, yes. Yeah. He never took lessons. It's a gift, and we didn't have to spend thousands of dollars in college to learn it. Hey. He taught it to himself. Wow, yes. wow, that's something. Mm-hmm. That's something. So he performs with you as well. Yes, yeah. he performs with me, performs with a bevy of artists. In fact. When he turned 15 years old, Mm -hmm. maybe many of your listeners might not know this name, but you can look her up. Her name's Angela Bofeld. Okay. She's a multi-Grammy winner. Right, right. She flew him to Atlanta to play for her on her concerts, and he was just 15 years old.
0: No kidding. So yeah. he toured with her, or did he... Yeah, he played the in that record? area, you know, that sort of
1: thing, because he was still in school. Right, So we right. weren't letting him go on the road. Oh, right, No, right, you know, course, but yeah. on the weekend, you can go, Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's something else. I mean, I mean, you know, the list of people that they go through yes. to just choose one person. Yes. And to be
1: hand-picked like that's really exceptional. And uh, he was referred by a bassist by the name of Kevin Walker. Uh-huh. Kevin Walker was Justin Timberlake's bass player.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, okay.
1: sure. He's a local guy here, too. Uh-huh. And he, I mean, he's played with Justin Timberlake, um, Patti LaBelle, Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. all of these, and a young guy. Yeah, yeah. And so when he saw Rodney, they just came together because they're both young guys. And he referred him to these, and so Rodney got to play with them. Like Tom Brown, who did Jamaica Funk, a lot of names. Najee, mm-hmm. um, Norman Brown. Oh, you know, oh yeah. Decent. So... It's a small community once you're on the inside. It is, it is, yeah.
0: There was a really interesting documentary I saw not too long ago on Netflix called Hired Gun. Mm -hmm. It was a little more rock and heavy metal oriented, but it did have a lot of guys that were, you know, these Hired Guns. You saw them in the music videos over the years on MTV. And, um, you know, they had, you know, a whole resume of all these people they played with, but you may not know who the guy is. Yes, um, yes. It's really something, that, and these guys are the ones that are brought in you know, to bang stuff out in the studio when somebody else may not be able to cut it, or they're having a brain issue, or yes, uh, yeah, so drugged like out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. something. And uh, well, wow, well, well congratulations, oh, a proud father. Oh yes, yeah.
1: yes, costas is fun, a fun place to play. The people come, they enjoy the music. I yep. also play down at uh, Sullivan Steakhouse as a solo guitarist. I do a lot of solo yep. guitar okay. work because in this climate where venues don't make a lot of money Mm -hmm. and locally bands don't make a lot of money right right so I, as an artist, I can go out by myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't need an entire band. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, a uh, guitar and a piano is an instrument that you can accompany yourself with. You sure can. You sure so can. that has made it, you know, I'm in Pennsylvania uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I play these smaller things. And then we get calls, you your private for larger. You mm-hmm. know, like uh, when Obama was elected, I got an opportunity to play at one of his inaugural balls. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's all, those things are nice. They're nice memories. They are, I was yeah. inducted into the Maryland uh, Entertainment Hall of Fame. Oh, Oh, congratulations. Three years ago. And you know, little things like that. We just celebrated my 40th year yeah. at Magoobies and mm-hmm. I look back on it and you know, proudly. I never had big hit records mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, but it has been a wonderful life. Oh
0: yes, yes it for is. For me
1: and uh, it wasn't all music. Right, right. I'm one of five engineers that built the entire computer network system for the University of Maryland Medical Systems. Is that right? That's I is took that care right. of my family. <laughs> yeah. I was able to retire early. Oh, so now great. I just play my guitar, and I enjoy it. Oh, yes. I yes. enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Not having to get up early in the morning, I really enjoy that.
0: Right, right. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, with you know, being able to play and not having to worry about it interfering with your job yes. or something like that. You yes. know, getting home late during the week and not having to worry about, oh, man, i got to get up.
1: Yes. That's got to be really a it's, nice. It's wonderful. My yeah, wife Ab, too. worked at Social Security Administration oh, since yeah. she was 17. Sure. So sure. We, she got to retire early. Oh yeah. So now we get up in the morning and drink. Our coffee and wonder when we're gonna let's go see the grandkids. You know, hey, hey well, that's great.
0: Any of them pick up an instrument yet, or are they still?
1: Young? My oldest granddaughter, who lives in Georgia with my my daughter and her husband, she's singing saxophone now. Uh-huh. Yes, and so she sends us clips. And I hey, go, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah, great. they have the bug, and I, I know they all will because. They're all around it and uh-huh. they're around us. You sure, know. sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah,
0: sure. That's a, that's that's amazing. You're the patriarch. You've really started a trend here. Yeah, and family. I love You're it. Absolutely. it's a blessing. I love it. That's yes, yes, that's yes, yes, that's, yes. that's great. It's something that you can all enjoy together. Um it gets passed down from generation to generation, you know. Um, amongst other things, you know, I've got my hands in a lot of things, but one thing that I took up and I regret not doing it earlier in life. I'm a barber Okay. With um, the chorus of the Chesapeake, my grandfather sang with him for forty, God, forty-eight years. He passed away a while back. Life, I had to hang up playing for a while right. myself too. Mm-hmm. Life didn't allow me to do it. But every time I perform with these guys, he's there. I know he's there. Yeah, in spirit. Yeah. in spirit. yeah, in spirit. And. Um, I just, you know, I, I tell you one thing I would give is anything to be able to walk up on the risers with him, and I could go back in time. Yeah, I like the a, song, yeah. Dance with
1: My Father Again. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, yes. right, right.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's it, just a really nice, you know, nice to have that heritage in your family. That, you know, it really uh, is. I have one other. Uh, my first cousin, his name is Fred Kelly. Uh, they call him the animal. I don't know if he, if he plays much anymore, but he was the drummer for the Apollo Live for oh, many years. wow. Yeah, and, The um, Apollo Theater, like the, uh, yes. the show that they had. Yes, yes. When oh, I man. was growing up when I was about 17, he would take me with him to these different shows. Now, uh-huh. he would take me, and I didn't know who these people were. Uh-huh. Now, I look back and say, that's Mark, what you were playing with. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, And he was, because they were came up at that generation, you know, right. and that sort of thing, so...
0: Getting to hurricane. see these folks young before they made it anywhere, yeah, is, uh, yeah.
1: And I tell you what, my
0: my hats off to him. I've watched that show before. Yes, yeah. that is a rough crowd.
1: Oh man, they're and there rough. are people that are good that get booed they get out put of up there. there. I wouldn't want to go through that. No, you know, no, that, no.
0: I'll tell you what, you know, I think if you can survive that crowd, you can survive just about
1: anything, but I don't know if I'd want to try I would, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at this junction, I don't have to. Right? Yeah, we made right, our own right. little niche.
0: Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. you know, watching that show, I mean, I see people like, this guy's good. What the hell are they doing to him? Right, you know? right, <laughs> right. Just, yeah. Oh, Well, I guess they didn't agree, you know. Yeah, so it looks to be like you're a Gibson man, huh?
1: You know, I started as a Fender man, uh huh. Then over to Gibson, uh huh. Then Ibanez, and I started hearing the boutique guitars. The Ibanez, which I have a George Benson, I have it with me tonight. Uh huh. And uh, what's the other one that I bought? Oh, yeah, that's a Gibson ES 137. I have uh-huh. the 175. I have the two D'Angelicos now. I can take just about any hollow body and make it sound just like any other hollow body. Right. The, right, the, the right. differences are new uh-huh. We spend a lot for name, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, God says, "Oh, I have a George Benson." That don't make mean you're gonna play like him, you know. Oh, I have the West exactly. Montgomery L5. Right. It don't uh, mean you're gonna play like him. But. It's like they buying are, Air Jordan tennis shoes. Or yeah, something. yeah and, can't, and can't even dribble. Okay, but it's like... <laughs> it's minute differences that the good ear... Because, you know, as, as artists, we listen to every little mm-hmm. tiny thing. Right. Most people don't hear that, mm-hmm. you know, if the music is moving them. Now... <laughs> I buy guitars. A lot of guitars, how they look. They uh-huh. have to match my outfits.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was big.
1: Because, you know, for, for in my generation coming up, musicians didn't look bang. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. black musicians. We Even if it was in the funk, they had weird outfits. Uh-huh. The rock guys, like mm-hmm. guess they had big outfits. Mm-hmm. When it was jazz, if you look back to the jazz, they had suits. Yes, they, they did. They wore that. Uh-huh. So... That's the generation I came from. The younger guys, you know, they wear jeans and cut up. And that's, mm-hmm. you. No, my band won't do that. Right. right. I ain't having it, you know. Not that you have to dress like me, but look presentable. Presentable, Yes, right, yes, right. because I think the audience deserves that. Yeah, that you look I, I, yeah
0: that's
1: a, a professional I, look. Here. I would say, before you heard a note, mm-hmm. you saw me. Yes, I did. So I want you to give you something visual as well as something good. You that's know, good. To that's, true. To. that's my philosophy for my band.
0: You know. That's true. Well, so, that's yeah. that's great. And um, so, do you have any um, one thing that we like to talk to with our guests here? And I know you know we've got a little bit of time left here. Is um, disaster auditions? Whether you are, and, and I have, you know, I have actors, I have you know, theater people, I have musicians, I have. All kinds of arts and entertainment folks on here, but everybody always has a story about whether somebody was auditioning to get in with them, okay, or if they were auditioning somewhere they just blew it. Okay. Do you have any stories? You no, know, like it's that? funny.
1: I don't. I've never auditioned. Right, right. It, it, it's strange, but I have always had my own band. Okay, yeah. It was a smaller. Now uh-huh. that's me auditioning. Somebody coming to the band. Uh, usually, I would invite them in, sure, and I you know can. who they are. Uh-huh. And so, I haven't had too much of that. you know. No. Back in Baltimore, in the 70s, when I came along, yeah. they were so many great musicians. Mm-hmm. In fact, the DMV is the area that your big artists would come and get musicians from.
0: Right, right, Like right.
1: Parliament, Funkadelic. They uh-huh. got most of their things from here. A yes. lot of the singing groups, like, the, you know, your Stylistics, guys came from the DMV area. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. coming up, I was surrounded by these guys. Me and Dennis Chambers, I don't know if you know that name. I know that name. He's Some considered of, the world's greatest drummer. I, I agree with that. As a matter of fact... Um, we jammed together as teenagers. I didn't know who... De- we were yeah. just homies. Uh-huh. That was it. And he went on. I mean, Santana from Santana yep. to Vishnu to, Mahavishnu, to uh, everybody. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. all of these people. So I was fortunate enough to come along a time where all of them were out there. Uh-huh. Okay, and I met many, you know, and had the hobnob. So back in those days. In those days, if you couldn't cut it, you didn't come around and show your face. No, you didn't. There was a place called the Sportsman's Lounge. Baltimore's mm-hmm. famous for it. They had a Monday night sit-in. And was that? that? was on Oak Avenue okay, in nothing. Northwest Baltimore. And the Top Cats and Jazz Cats would go there. Mm-hmm. You would go in, and if you were a musician, you could get in free, mm-hmm. but you had to set in. You didn't go in there half ass. Right. Oh, they yeah. would stop the song in the middle of the song and say, okay, you can sit down. You can come back again, but go home and practice. Sure, sure. Wow. And wow. so it was that type of fierce competition, mm-hmm. but it made guys shit. Yeah. We didn't have the technology, so we had to shit. I couldn't go on YouTube and, and pull up Tab and say, oh, how did he play this? You had to listen to that record. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get it, you had to listen again or go get somebody to try to help you to learn that so that's what it was and i look at now hmm, man songs i don't know it's no incentive i can pull up on youtube
0: <laughs> yeah, guy I here
1: it is he done slowed it down he's written it he's done this okay it's a different generation i don't know if technology has helped to hurt i think it's hurt many
0: you know, I think it has. I think it has. I agree with you on that, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it, it seems like, I mean, and, you know, I, I came up in the 80s. Yeah. But I used to, I learned from roadieing for friends of mine that were older mm-hmm. than me. You know, they were, um, you know, they came up in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And I would just watch these guys, and even listening to the bands back then, I mean, people... That, your instrument, you had command over that thing. It didn't play you. You played it. played it,
1: it yes. You and played with it. With pride.
0: You played it with pride, too. Mm-hmm. People knew, and you know, even when it comes to like tuning a guitar, you had yeah. a tuning fork or something. You didn't have... You didn't have you the know,
1: digital thing. You didn't
0: have the digital For, thing for, for the you day. on the bass and
1: me on the guitar, Uh-oh. you would get one note from the piano and Uh-oh. tune the others. If it didn't vibrate, you knew you were directing tune. Right, if right. that sucker vibrated a little, you're out. And then you go to the 12th fret and you yep. try to make sure that it was up. You did what you had to to overcome to get a good sound. I mean you fought in rehearsals. Mm-hmm. You argued with it because everybody wanted it right. Yes. And yes. nobody wanted to go out and be with the like if you opened or play with another band and get blown off the stage. Mm-hmm. These days sometimes they don't care. Yep, yep. yep. And it, to me I see these days it's easy to do it because excuse me. Because you have equipment and such. Now, in our day, you and I, a subwoofer was a big, huge thing. Right, right, right. Now, a subwoofer is, what, <laughs> yes. is this. So, you can hook a bass drum mm-hmm. up to a subwoofer and he hits that bass drum and it rattles the whole room. Mm-hmm. We could not do that back in our day unless you had a humongous sound system. Yes, I remember those PAs. And who could
0: afford that? You're right, you're right. You remember the old community cabinets, those fiberglass jobs, the GGMs? Yes, and they, yes. yes. Yeah, well, I see, you,
1: I came before them with the shore, the slim columns. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. they used those outdoors.
0: Wow, wow. I remember humping GGMs. Thank God some of them had wheels on them so you <laughs> could just tilt it. Those things were some pigs to lift, man. Oh,
1: I'll tell you what was a pig <laughs> to lift. Have you ever played with an organ player who had a Leslie tone cabinet? No, but I can imagine. About the size of this table. Uh Uh-huh. And some guys would carry two. Mm -hmm. And you would take two guys to move one of them.
0: (laughs) I did jam with somebody that had a hammock. And I had to carry that thing. (laughs) Mm. me being the biggest guy they always had me (laughs) doing. (laughs) it. Oh, boy.
2: But
1: I've um... been fortunate in this business to carve my niche, Uh play the things that I like to play. You know, and I try to impart some things on younger musicians. One is to never put all your eggs in one basket. Right. Meaning right, music. Right. Music's business has changed, it really dramatically, has. drastically. Where we came they're record companies. Uh-huh. Now the record companies have been decimated because of the internet. I don't need them. Look, with one click of a mouse, uh-huh. I can be seen by more people than any record company is going You're to get. Right. You're right. Right. And so have something else. It has changed. If you go on and you watch blogs, any blogs about the music business, you'll have your older cats, which is so sad, whining about. What the clubs don't pay and they're not making money. Mm-hmm. The clubs never paid a lot of money. Those guys yeah. had to work six and seven nights. Did, but you uh, could get work. Yeah. However, in life, things change. Yeah, they do. The music business has changed. Mm-hmm. So, as my moms would say, it's a poor rat that has one hole. Mm-hmm. If this is all you got, and you're 60 years old and you're trying to make it, you're in trouble. Right. I don't right. care how good you are. Because mm-hmm. they got a kid in, in high school that's just as good coming along and he'll play for $10. Yes, he will.
0: Where you need 100
1: Yep. I think somebody just scored. I think
0: we had a goal. I think what are they watching? The Capitals over there? Yep, that's what it is, the Washington Cavaliers. One to nothing over Carolina, in case you're listening at home. Um, we're good. We're good. <laughs> okay, okay, so we're good with time here. Okay, um, so, um, yeah, That you're, you're absolutely right about those things. I mean, even um, in the years that I've been playing, right, you know, um, I can remember... You know, the people were getting paid you know, back then to play, but it was you had to be out there six, seven nights playing the full night too. Yes, yes. Now, I don't know if that's something that's changed in recent years, but you know, as I'm getting older. Um yeah, I'm 50 and um, you know a lot of places that I play nowadays you're out of there
1: at 11 o'clock yes yeah because yeah, the crowd is, <laughs> well you know the crowd <laughs> is older but the crime yeah. makes people don't want to come out that's true at night proof, yeah. and not to talk against them but a younger crowd brings a certain element of danger if you you, you, know. you you get to a club you mix alcohol uh-huh. you mix a young crowd right. and you get the music that get them to going yeah. sometimes that brings it that's one of the reasons I love playing jazz it's uh-huh. the older audience, and it can allow me to be an artist to play it. I can take the newer stuff, let's say like Bruno Mars, Mm -hmm. which is nothing more than a rehash of the 70s, but as a guitarist, it's not challenging to play. Mm -hmm. As an audience, it's good to listen to, it's funky, Uh you can dance to it. But I didn't spend $3,000 on a guitar to go chink-a-chink-a-chink-a-chink all night long. Mm -hmm. I want to play something else. And, you know, if a guy's want to do it, to reach his own, that's well and fine. But like you said, it's 11 o'clock. But it's, you can't do this five nights a week. Right, right It's not right. that many venues. Mm-hmm. And at this age, I don't want to do it five nights a week. I don't blame you, no, 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 I don't, You know, I want to pick, I, I'm at a point I can pick and choose now, and uh-huh. it's a wonderful thing. Yep. So I encourage musicians to plan your things out mm-hmm. where you can get to this point you can pick and choose. Yep. Because it's sad. I have many friends who are now ill and don't even have health insurance. Oh, wow. But when they were younger... They were great musicians and revered. Mm-hmm. But you didn't think you were going to get older?
0: No, you didn't. You, got, you stage,
1: have to think. You do. You know. You need health insurance. You need to put something away yep. because maybe one day you don't want to play. You're right. Or You're right. something happened health-wise and you can't play. You're right. You have a stroke. Oh, oh no, believe me. I'll tell you about a a guy who had a stroke. He was one of my best friends in high school. This guy's name was Darryl Stokes. Uh Darryl Stokes could play John McLaughlin like John McLaughlin, note for note. That feel and that speed. Revered guitar player, nice guy. He met a Japanese lady who was big Uh over in the country. She set up a tour for him. I mean, this guy's really good. He says, Rod, I got up on Saturday morning, and I fell in the bathroom. What the heck is this? Get up, bam, falls again. He had a stroke. Oh, man. He never played again.
0: Right, right.
1: Now, George Benson's a name, you remember. Well, when George Benson left Jack McDuff, the Gordon Own, the guitar player was named O'Donnell Levy. Uh-huh. O'Donnell Levy's from the projects here in Baltimore. Okay. O'Donnell Levy was that good. Great. I mean, anytime you come behind George, of course. Yep. Great. Well, one day they found old Donald Levy in his studio. Uh-huh. Stroke. Oh man. Took it from him. Yep. Yep. It can happen to any of us mm-hmm. at any time. Yes. Did right. you build something prior to that? Exactly. Well, that's
0: one of the reasons why I got out of playing for about a decade. That it, about a decade myself, mm-hmm. um, just to get the four hundred one k going and all those other things, because. Um, it's it's all fine and good to be able to go out and play all those shows, but one of these days you're going to have reality
1: hit you. Thank you, and we're, and we're not like Bon, Beyonce, and others. We don't we don't make we're not we do not make we are not we local musicians. Yeah, you yeah. know, or maybe regional musicians. Sure, but sure. even the regional ones that have had hits out there, they're struggling too, no, they because are. there's not gigs every every week. Oh. All of them. Now in our day, you may see a big group like maybe it's, let's say the Ozzy Brothers or something like that. They could go in a house and pack it, yep. a big place like the Civic Center. Uh-huh. Now they're Three and four and five groups at one time. Yeah, there to are. try to pack the same size. You're right. Things You're right. have changed, mm-hmm. and for most guys, okay, we want a woman. Mm-hmm. Soon or later, we're gonna get married, and of course, kids are gonna come along. Short children, yeah. How are you gonna take care of them? You're right. You're right. That gets harder. but How are you gonna take? You have to think as a man. You do. Down the road. You really do. You know? And yeah. I tell that to my son. because he, he has a daughter. you got to think of his name. Okay? Down the road. Look out. You know, and that's okay. And speaking of him. Hi, how This are is you? my son, Rodney Jr.
0: Rodney, nice to meet you. How are you? Join us. Yes. Join us. So, uh... Is that your feet? Yeah. <laughs> your dad's been telling me a lot about you here. Uh, child prodigy in the making, I see. Uh, you just kind of picked up the base and you've been... Uh, Never looked back ever since, huh? Mm-hmm,
2: yep, started with the bass. Well, I actually started listening you know, to my dad playing the guitar. Uh-huh. Started, started with the bass and um, somehow went back to playing keyboards. Uh-huh. You know, I guess that was just right. what it was meant to be. Uh-huh. But um, always, I started, like I said, started out with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was at a rehearsal. I remember my first time hearing him play guitar, he was at a rehearsal. Right. I was downstairs, and they had a piano in the living room. And I uh, tinkered around with the piano and started playing what they were playing upstairs right, right. at the rehearsal, and that's you know that's how that's I knew amazing, that I got that gene from him. Mm-hmm.
0: That's something else. I mean, I can just imagine just trying to do that. We were talking. I'm a big, I'm a bass player too. I'm a big Rush fan. And that yeah. stuff used to make me pull my hair out when I was growing <laughs> up, and uh, I, I did I didn't learn a lot of it. But um, I could just you know, and, and the level of material that you were just picking up. I mean, yeah, that, that's a whole other world of musicianship right there. That's just you know, my hats off to you, there, buddy. You yeah, know, thank so, you. I appreciate uh, it. Thank you much. know, so. Um You've been. Uh, he, he, your father's been telling me that you uh, did some touring. You were with some national acts um, as, a, as part of the band. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Do you have
2: any fond memories? Or uh... I do. Um, actually, a lot of it my dad was responsible for. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, introduced me to a guy that uh, in, in musical directed for uh, not only Prince, um, uh-huh. but uh, the artist that I got to play with. Her name was Angela Bofill. Yes, yep. yes. And um, he was her musical director, and um, the other keyboard player that. Used to people that couldn't make it, uh-huh. so he uh, said, "I'm going to get this kid a try." Right. Gave a 15 year old kid that who mm-hmm. just started playing gave me a try. I learned all of the music. He, and she flew me out to a couple cities, and my dad went with me. I mean, it was the experience of a lifetime. Wow, well, I, I can
0: I can only imagine. I know. What was it like stepping out on stage with that the first time at that age?
2: I, I was I was nervous, but um, me and my dad have. this just think we're not scared confidence, you know yeah, yeah. You know, we, we Nerves are steel. That, yeah, yeah uh-huh, and I you know so I was nervous but at the same time I knew what had to be done yes, you yes. know I uh-huh. had my dad behind me to support me you know and it made it possible I aced the gig and
0: yeah great great that's excellent that's a, that's a heck of a story there and do um, you do any
2: uh, studio work or anything too yeah uh-huh. I actually just released my third album third album yeah one okay. in two thousand eight. My dad helped me record. Uh-huh. Um, I released another one in 2014, and I just released one last year, okay. this past year. Yep. Um, the, um... the one I just released, the. Uh, the title of the, the CD is You Know. Okay. Yes. And um, it's got about 12 tracks on it, and it's still pretty good. Oh, great,
0: great, great. Uh, where can we find it? Is it on uh, iTunes or yes. anything?
2: All all of the major online stores. Oh, okay. Just type Rodney Kelly, uh uh-huh. and uh, you'll find my music. And actually, we're working on releasing one for the big guy here. The big guy here, yeah, yeah great. great. And,
1: you know, one day I'll put one out, too. my wife always says, when are you going to put something out? uh
0: uh-huh. okay, okay. Yeah, that's good, that's that- that's great. Um, you know, so I uh, will definitely yeah, would definitely love to hear it you know, sometime. Absolutely. You know, absolutely, absolutely. You know, well Rodney's been summoned to the stage. It's about time for him to start playing this evening at Costas i tell you, a great guy. I really enjoyed sitting down with him and everything. He had a lot of great stories for us. And remember, um, Costas Inn, 4100 North Point Boulevard in Dundalk. On Wednesday nights is jazz nights. And i tell you what, you can hear in the background, we've got a jumping house here tonight. We've got a lot of people here, and um, it's going to be a great show. So um, until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll see you later.